going over there is not easy. Uh, I, I get that, and I frankly wouldn't have it any other way. So I, I, th I think just my mentality of knowing that I'm going to embrace what that difficulty is all about. Uh, I'm going to um, I'm going to allow these guys to you know come to me whenever they need anything, but beforehand they know that they're going to be able to approach the week as if it's any other week. So I'm going to provide them basically an avenue to just be themselves. And I, I and so the trait then would be just that. I, I, I like knowing that there's freedom in the sense that they can be themselves over there. And that's kind of how I go about it. Whether it's an open championship or a previous Ryder Cup in Europe, I just, they do not need to change themselves to go play. They're going to they're be themselves. They're going to represent Team USA. And... It's going to be trying, but they're going to welcome it. One, yeah, it seemed to work. But more than that, because now we're going across the pond to a golf course that we're unfamiliar with, I haven't seen yet. Um, I, I, I don't want to say horses for courses, Doug, but it, it's, you know what, it, if I have a little bit of freedom involved of once I understand what that golf course demands, um, certainly fully knowing that, uh the European Ryder Cup team can has a little bit of say in what they how they how they set the course up. I think it allows me to really pinpoint some key attributes that could be, uh, you know, an asset on that golf course. Truth be told, it hasn't hit me yet, uh, but I am I am deeply honored. I mean that that's um, I am beyond uh, excited. I'm deeply honored, and I'm. It, if anything, it just gives me, uh, it heightens and, and expands on my appreciation for uh, certainly the PGA of America and how they go about their work, but also the platform that was given to me within the PGA Tour to pursue a game as a living. That's, I, don't, I still don't know if I've ever worked a day in my life. And um, just pure awe and honor comes to mind. Uh, Thanks for the names, though. That that kind of hit pretty hard right there. Um, you know, I'm, I'm beyond thankful to be a part of Team USA to any capacity. But to serve as a leader is something that, uh, again, my dreams never reached that far. No, no, I, I, I can be really simple with that. Those are extreme unknowns and hypotheticals, and right now I know where things lay out, and we're going to continue down the same path we've done for so many years here, um, I'm just excited to lead this team. Zach Johnson, the new captain of Team USA for the Ryder Cup. Now, as you could tell, Zach was asked about what the challenge is like when you're going to, to captain a Ryder Cup team that is in Europe. He was asked whether, and this was the exchange where you heard him mention the name Doug, which I think is Doug Ferguson from the Associated Press. Are you going to stay with the current structure, which he apparently said, yes, he's going to, which means six automatic qualifiers and then six captain picks on top of that. Then he was, and again, you, you know, when, with the way that John did the edit, there was a reporter that must have run through the list of famous United States Ryder Cup captains. And he, and he must have said, well, what does it mean to you to join this list? And he was very moved by it. And then the final question was about, was he concerned at any time that he might have lost players to the Saudi golf league? It's a threat that at the moment doesn't seem 
as potent as it might be, although we still don't know what the conclusion was going to be with all of that. We don't know where the SGL stands uh, at this moment. Now, yesterday we were at the media day for the Valspar Championship. Uh, I'm still on the road actually right now, but it was an amazing day. We got a chance to speak with everybody uh, that's behind the Valspar Championship and putting it together, including their tournament director, including the the sponsors, representatives as well. We also got a chance to speak with the general tournament chairman, and it's a legend, and Rodney Barber. And it was amazing getting a chance to speak with him. I had a chance to have dinner with him the other night, too, and Sunday night. Andrew was there as well. And he's an incredible guy, a great leader. And I can see why the tournament is continuing to ascend uh, amongst the ranks of other PGA Tour events, but also just in this area. It's getting more and more important to the general Tampa Bay area, and, and there's good reason why. The civic group behind it, you know, think about the WM Phoenix Open that's behind the scenes are the Thunderbirds. Here they call themselves the Copperheads, you know, because it's a Copperhead course and all the rest. And the work that they're doing is incredible. And the fact that you would think as a civic organization off the top of your head, you'd be like, oh, I'm sure anybody that wants to join can join. You don't. You have to get vetted. You have to get invited. Uh, when you're there, you're expected to not only volunteer at the tournament, but you're expected to help with the important stuff behind the scenes, which includes helping them get sponsors so that they can raise more money for the charities and they raise millions of dollars and they directly impact real human lives. I mean, we're talking about blessings in a backpack that you guys that have been with the Fairways of Life show for some time will be familiar with. Basically, for those of you who may not know, it's ensuring that people are fed, uh, namely children, that are have food insecurity. It's incredible. It's just, it always moves me the way that the game of golf, something that we go out and play and enjoy, and in, in the case of the best players in the world, they're going out and competing uh, at the same time, that stage, that forum has the ability to touch and change lives. There is no other major sport that does what golf does. There just is not. Uh, so somewhere lost in the conversations we've had, over, particularly over the last two weeks, with money and greed and all of the you know accusations that have flown back and forth and uh, in, in the ramifications, consequences from different things that people have said, whether whether they wanted it released or not. And through all of that, I think at times we, we sometimes lose a little bit of the script that these players are all actively involved. And it's not just what you see from the PGA Tour, although that is substantial because we're talking about multiples of billions, uh, but it's also what they do on their own. For example, who you just heard from, Zach Johnson, he's very involved in charities back home where he's from in Iowa and also for other players, charities and more. And he's very involved in the RSM Classic as well as one of the ambassadors for the company. So uh, it, it never ceases to amaze me. And then finally, we had a chance to do a long form sit down with Sam Burns, who is a defending champion, a multiple time winner now on the PGA Tour in the tender age of his mid 20s. And he's such a great guy. And it was an honor and a pleasure to speak with him. So we're going to feature all that on the Fairways of Life show. We'll let you know when and where you can see and hear all of that. Now, what I do want you to hear, at least, was this report from Earl Forsey and John Rollins from PGA Tour Radio, uh, recounting what was an almost, it looked like it was assured coming in Sunday morning with a five-shot lead for Daniel Berger, but he wasn't able to hold on. Then it looked like Shane Lowry had asserted himself and ultimately a set Straka and what he did, a great shot in 18 and all the rest that went into it. So this from Earl and John 
And guys, what was a great week of entertaining golf, but not a day and finish that many expected. Well, Matt, thanks. The Florida swing is underway. John Rollins was our analyst this weekend, three-time winner in the PGA Tour and a runner-up in 2009 at the Honda Classic. John, we know what this course can be. It's difficult, certainly on the weekend. That bear trap is always a factor. And we had a crazy Sunday. Now, it ends with Sepp Straka getting his first win. Before we get to him, Daniel Berger had a five-shot lead to start Sunday over Shane Lowry. It was gone in six holes. And we, that was way before the back nine in the bear trap. Just a wild, volatile Sunday on the PGA Tour. Well, it was indeed, Earl. And, you know, we kind of knew that uh, this golf course, the champion at PGA National, would provide some drama, would uh, provide the opportunity for some big, you know, stroke swings and things like that. But, boy, did we not see uh, the struggles from Daniel Berger coming and all just kind of came unglued early there at the par 5 third when he plugged it in that left bunker uh, and ended up making a double bogey and just really never recovered from there and kept fighting, gave, gave himself some chances, but the putter really let him down today. He had putted the ball beautifully all week and, Today on Sunday, when it mattered most, Daniel Berger just couldn't get it to go down. Yeah, and the irony of all the difficult stretch, the bear trap, that front nine stretch, uh, all these difficult holes, water coming into play, it started coming apart for Daniel Berger with a double bogey at what was the easiest hole of the week, a par five at the third hole. And that kind of set things in motion. Shane Lowry uh, took the lead a couple of times. He seemed to be the guy to beat. He was the guy to beat late. And one other player did it, Sepp Straka, who finishes strong with three late birdies, including one at 18, John, his first win on the PGA Tour. That was a remarkable finish there for Sepp Straka. But like you said, with Shane Lowry, he came out and he was firing on all cylinders. His iron play was on point. Distance control was spot on. He gave himself so many good looks and just was doing what you needed to do on this golf course. And then Sepp Straka doing really the same thing and kind of flying under the radar and then quietly just got it done on the back nine, birdied 14, 16, and 18 to squeeze in there at 10 under par and put some pressure on uh, Shane Lowry to birdie the 18th. And then, unfortunately, the weather came in there. A little bit unlucky for Shane Lowry, but couldn't get the birdie in the rain. And Sepp Straka now is our, our Honda Classic champion. Yeah, unfortunate. Lowry ends up with four bogeys for the week. So that's one of the best performances we've ever seen for bogey avoidance. At a tough place to do it, the champion of PGA National, but it's not enough Sunday as Sepp Straka gets the win at 10 under par. Florida Swing continues another fun week ahead in Florida as we continue with the Arnold Palmer Invitational presented by MasterCard next week at Bay Hill, Matt. Gents, thank you very much. You can catch PGA Tour Radio on the PGA Tour app. You can also catch it on PGATour.com. Both of those places are free and available around the world, or if you subscribe to the National Satellite Service, Sirius XM. We will be giving you air times for how and when and where you can get coverage of the Arnold Palmer Invitational just a little bit here in the Fairways of Life show. Also, news from Bryson DeChambeau from the API. Big name, obviously, coming back to defend, but will he be coming back to defend? We'll have that for you coming up on the Fairways of Life show. It is presented by the PGA Tour Superstore. The PGA Tour Superstore is the number one golf retailer in America, and they are for good reason. You probably think I'm going to say it's because of those 51 huge, beautiful stores they have spread out from coast to coast, and definitely that is a part of it, but I think the primary reason is is because they have within true 
professionals. These are people that are not just trying to sell you sporting goods, some widget, a fishing pole or, or a pair of sneakers to go for a run. They want to make sure that you have what's very best for your game. Check them out when you get a chance just by logging on to PGATourSuperstore.com. When we come back, you're going to hear from Seth. You're going to hear from Shane. You're going to hear from Daniel Berger. What went wrong with Daniel Berger? Does Shane see himself as a victim to the weather late? And then with Seth, of course, the question is, how does it feel? Dude, this is number one, your first win on the PGA Tour. Stay with us. It screams. It tracks. It's soft. It reacts. It is the Bridgestone Tour B with a game-changing reactive cover designed to spring faster off your driver and stick longer to your wedges. Try Bridgestone's Tour Bs, the Tour Ball reinvented. Let's face it, there's no better feeling than getting new golf gear and where you get your golf gear matters. PGA Tour Superstore is America's number one golf retailer. Whatever you're looking for, they have it. And you can get custom fit. You can shop online or safely in their stores. At the PGA Tour Superstore, you'll always find golf's biggest brands and all the latest equipment right at your fingertips. If you need it or want it, they've got it. Log on to PGATourSuperstore.com to upgrade your game today. Ireland is home to over 400 courses, including a third of the world's natural links and a selection of exceptional championship courses in amazing locations, as well as hosting the prestigious Ryder Cup, Solime Cup, and the Open. Experience golf like you never have before from Royal Port Rush, Royal County Down, Port Marnock, Le Hinch, Valley Bunyan, or Lee. Let yourself be embraced by the culture and history and feel the warmth of the Irish people who will make you feel as though you have not left home, but returned to it. For more information, log on to Ireland.com. The Fairways of Life show is live every weekday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern Time on YouTube and the Fairways of Life apps. We'll take you inside of the game with interviews, news, discussion, instruction, travel, equipment. You'll get it all and so much more. Join us on one of our fan trips to a dream destination, or maybe you'll even win some new golf clubs as part of our monthly giveaways. Download the Fairways of Life apps and subscribe on YouTube now. It's free, live, and 24-7 on demand. No limits, no cost just golf. Nestled amongst the hills of the Hoosier National Forest resides a classic American destination, the French Lick Resort. Experience the ultimate in golf at the Pete Dye Course at French Lick, voted number one course in Indiana on Golf Week's Best You Can Play for 10 years in a row. The Donald Ross Course at French Lick has been named Indiana's number two course in Golf Week's Best You Can Play rankings every year since 2011. Come experience old world opulence amid modern comfort served with Midwestern charm. Visit FrenchLick.com. Created without the constraints of time or money, PXG Golf Clubs are the most technologically advanced available today. And they are a perfect union of art, science, and engineering. And the PXG experience is unlike any you've had before. After you've been custom fit, your clubs will be built to exacting standards and your exact specs in the USA. So when you hear it, you know. PXG. Nobody builds golf clubs the way we do. Period. Welcome to the most listened to golf in the world, the Fairways of Life show, on air, online, and around the world. With the most candid interviews, unforgettable stories, taking you beyond the ropes. Here's your host, New York Times best-selling author and Golf Channel's Matt Adams. 
Absolute delight to welcome you to the program on a Tuesday. We just heard from Zach Johnson, the new United States Ryder Cup captain. It seems like the odds-on favorite on the European side right now, The everything that I'm hearing is about Luke Donald. And I think that if that turns out, in fact, to be the case, the grouping of Luke Donald and Zach Johnson just seems like the two perfect captains in terms of personality and the way they connect and the legitimacy of those guys Right. It, it just it seems like those would be really good captains for their respective Ryder Cup sides. And especially right now with everything that's churning in the game, because remember, you know, we've heard the names of Westwood and Stenson and Poulter associated with the with the potential, the possibility of the Super Golf League, the Saudi backed Super Golf League and uh, Greg Norman's uh, live uh, golf investments group. So. I don't know how that's going to play itself out. It's the same thing that we've talked about relative to potential impact with Phil Mickelson and his involvement with the same, save that on the American side, the PGA Tour doesn't control what happens with the Ryder Cup. That's controlled by the PGA of America, the same group that just named Zach Johnson as the captain of the United States Ryder Cup team. However, on the European side, the European Ryder Cup side is controlled by what was called the European Tour. It's now called the DP World Tour. So it it can have an impact. We just don't know all the details and ramifications of the things swirling around the world of golf right now. But at the very least, if it ends up being, as we believe it's going to be, Luke Donald on the European side, and it is now official, uh, that it's uh, Zach Johnson on the American side, those are two really good, really classy captains to have on their respective sides. And I, and I do definitely think that's good. Um, I think that's particularly good when the Ryder Cup is going to a new venue for both sides, uh, where they're going into the Rome. country of Italy, which is going yeah. to be great. Dom is, Dom is screaming Rome in the, in the background. I bet, Dom, you're going to be lobbying yeah, to go let's on go to Italy. One, but, uh, <laughs> I can't um, lose. If, if we lose yeah. or win, we're in Italy. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> So that that's going to be exciting. It's just outside of Rome, and uh, we're it, it, neither, as I was saying, neither team has a particular advantage. But this is a massive sporting event that's coming into a new country for the Ryder Cup, and so it's at least the modern Ryder Cup. It's going to be exciting uh, because of everything that it represents. So Ryder Cup is is bigger than a setup for a major, and generally majors are about five times the setup of a tour event. So it gives you a sense of the scale of just how massive these events are logistically on top of everything else. They And, and I've always said the same thing. If you have an interest in going to a Ryder Cup, and, and I believe that most people who are listening or watching this show right now probably do, I would strongly recommend that you get to a Ryder Cup on the European side in addition to a Ryder Cup on the American side. Uh, there is such a unique feel and flavor when the Ryder Cup is contested in Europe. And yes, I am talking about the songs and, and the way that they interact and the way that they engage. And I have heard that people say that at different times, you know, when, when people are going crazy and they go, well, they do that on both sides. I haven't seen that uh, on, on the European side. I've not seen uh, the, the fans in Europe uh, get overly aggressive to the players. They're obviously partisan. Uh, but I have not seen them be uh, mean or be cruel or or threatening uh, to players from the other side. So uh, credit to them. And so that's one of the reasons why it is worth going if you get a chance. And it is a tremendous amount of fun on top of that. Okay, so especially if it's for in Rome. the break. Just throwing the, it out there. <laughs> so I'm saying especially if it's in Rome. Uh, speaking of going to places, I might as well, Don, mention this too while you're, while you're with me. 
uh, the French Lick trip. How are we doing with the French Lick trip? It's, it's fairwaysoflife.com slash French Lick 2022. Fairwaysoflife.com slash French Lick 2022. Uh, this one was different, Dom. We put this one together where we stripped away everything so that people can choose. To, I mean, obviously, the rooms are going to be luxurious and the golf courses are world class. Uh, but everything else we stripped away and said, look, if you want fancy here or don't want fancy there, that's your choice. You decide what you want to do. So if, if you want to share a room with somebody, obviously the, the cost is going to come way down. This is the, this is the most in-reach trip we've ever put together. We just felt like doing something different and a way to say, I guess, thank you to all of you guys and a way to say, hey, hopefully we're on the other side of the peak of, of the whole COVID pandemic and let's get together and have fun. We still wanted it to be a small group in deference to cons- lingering concerns in case anybody had those as well. But but given all those parameters, Tom, how's it looking? How's it, how's it coming together? Uh, It's coming together. Great. I've had a lot of um, new and newer inquiries than normal because of the nature of, like you said, sort of the affordability of this trip and the, the a la carte nature with which we've put this together. We've never, ever done a trip like this. And we did it on purpose because the last couple years have been for lack of a better term, crap, and we wanted to make sure that this was within reach of everybody who wants to play golf and who wants to play golf with us and come and hang out and get out of town for a little while. And there's no better place than this. If you're watching on the TV side, look at the, the sunrise coming up over that Pete Dye gorse. It is unbelievably beautiful above the clouds there. It's just gorgeous. And we're going to go. We're going to play there two times. We're going to play that golf course twice. And we're also going to play the Donald Ross course, and it's just a, it's an unbelievably unique place to play golf. And like I said, the way the way we put this together, Matt, you can go all out on this trip if you choose to, or you can just come and just play the golf and make it simple and make it you know more affordable. It's up to you. That's how we built it. I think there's one foursome left. Like Matt said, we're trying to keep this on the sort of the down low. We're trying to keep it a little bit on the smaller side. We don't want a bajillion people there, even though a bajillion people, I think, want to be there. Um, so French Lick um, 2022, com. French Lick 2022 is the website. You can go there, or you can go to com and easily get there that way as well. There's all kinds of links and pop-ups, and if you sign up for our digital magazine, which goes out at least weekly, there's additional information, additional videos, uh, that gets sent out every week uh, that will have more information on this trip and all the details if you're interested. But, you know, you'll be there. I'll be there. It's going to be awesome, Matt. <laughs> yeah, looking forward to it. Uh, as Don was mentioning, it's going to be five rounds of golf that you'll be partaking in, plus everything else that we're going to do. We'll have dinners together and we'll do all the fun stuff. And I know a number of the people that are coming on are actually bringing their spouses and their spouses don't play. They want to do the spa. They want to do the casino. They want to do all that uh, fun stuff as well. And just in, in, in Don was talking about the, the, the group is smaller. It's smaller relative to the size of the Fairways of Life group. So it's still a pretty good sized group that we're traveling with. So you'll be playing with different people and you'll be playing with me. You'll be playing with Dom and we'll we'll have a great time as, as I'm sure we always do. Uh, but the the fact that we're getting five rounds in and on these world-class golf courses, the Pete Dye course and the uh, golf course that is the Donna Ross course, both of which have hosted major championships, is incredible. And when you think about the Donna Ross course, that none other than Walter Hagen won a major there. It's incredible. It's, it's one of the 
for me, it's one of the top 10, maybe the top five Donna Ross golf courses uh, in the world. And I love Donna Ross golf courses. That's how good this is. That's how special this experience is going to be. But I guess it's a, it's an a testament to how good these trips are. Two of the people that have signed up for our trip are actually in the business of doing trips for people. They have businesses where they will set up your trip and go, and those people are coming on ours, which, again, I think I'd like to believe is, is the fact, the testament to the fact that you can just show up and chill out and have a great time and enjoy yourself. Uh, one is a PGA professional, too. So it's it's incredible the way these these I keep using that word because it truly is how these trips are coming together. And it's it's going to be full in short order. So please log on to fairwaysoflife.com slash French Lick 2022 fairwayslife.com slash French Lick 2022. Okay. So it's important when a player breaks through, it obviously means a great deal to them. I was talking to Sam Burns about that yesterday and what the victory at the Valspar championship meant to him and, and how it is life changing. And, and even if it's just from the perspective of affirming confidence that you can do this, well, Sepp, Sepp Straka broke through. And for Sepp to break through the way that he did, would you have thought it after 54 holes that it was even possible? Well, he did it. So here is Sepp talking about everything that went into and what ultimately resulted in his first win on the PGA Tour. Um, it's crazy. Uh, it's a lifelong dream of mine um, just to be, to be heading to uh, Augusta in a, in a month or so. Is, uh, is still surreal. I'm sure it'll sink in here before long, but um, but yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's just crazy. Uh, it means a lot. I mean that that's uh, that's really what it's all about. You know, those guys. There's just such a good group of guys, bulldogs, and and also other guys. We rent houses every week. We stay together. Uh, we root each other on. We try to make each other better, and and I think that that just adds so much more to it. Uh, I knew going into the round that I had a chance. Um, this course is crazy. There's no no gimme holes at all. Uh, so you got to be on it. And there was only one guy five ahead of me. Um, and so I knew if I just kept my head down and uh, just try to score, you know, make the best score I could on every hole, just try to make the best swing I could. Um, in the end, there, there was a good chance of, of being there. No, no doubt. I mean, the – Without the rain, I was able to hit it. I don't know how far the drive went, but the, the wind was just straight off the right. There was no hurt. And uh, it was a, it was awesome to be able to get that drive um, without the rain. Um, I still I hit a really good drive, and I took advantage of it, which was nice. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the second shot was way harder than the, the, the drive. I don't think anybody wanted to hit in that. <laughs> it was coming down pretty good. So uh, I don't think anybody wanted to, but as long as there was no lightning, there was really no way around it. So, um, so yeah, Kurt, Kurt ended up hitting, and, and uh, we played on. All right, so that was Sepp Straka sharing with the media what his reaction is to now being a winner on the PGA Tour. When he was talking about no one wanting to hit in any of that, he was talking about that rain that came in at the end. Shane Lowry ended up, he was toying with, with being the leader throughout the course of the day and ascended to and back and forth, but that weather came in harshly for him on 18. So finishing one shot back, he reflected with the media and started by talking about that twist of fate. Fastest game, unfortunately. Um, I played the golf. Good, I played good enough golf. I failed to win the tournament. Um, you know, he's gone three under for the last five on this course, and 
then that bad weather came in just as we were hitting our tee shot in 18 which was as bad as break as I've got in a while so um, yeah it's a tough one to take I'll you know it is I, there is obviously a lot of positives to take from the whole event um, you know I probably played some of the best golf of my whole career this week I feel around a very tough golf course and you know I'll take that into I'll take that into um, the players and hopefully I can have a good week there um, well I, I talk to my, myself and my coach when I'm in that situation we talk about that a lot and uh, you know I was ready for anything out there today I feel like you know mentally I'm very good at the minute and um, yeah before I knew I was leading the golf tournament and it was you know it was great fun I really enjoyed it um, it's quite nerve wracking it's a, it's a tough place to be but um, I felt like I handled myself very well I just got stolen away from me today yeah <laughs> uh, yeah look, it's hard to win out here it's just hard end of story um, there's no there's no point saying any different you know you go out like I did today I played the golf to win the tournament but it didn't win so it's just PGA Tour and, and the top level of world golf the standard is very high at the minute and uh, yeah it's just hard yeah it will be yeah no it will be like I've you know the next uh, next 24 hours will be tough but um you know, I have my kids here, my family here, and whatever. I'll get on with life tomorrow. I'll be fine. All right, so Shane Lowry talking about getting on with life. Now, you heard him say it. You heard Sepp Straka say it. It is a brutally tough golf course, a golf course upon which it's, it sounds like a cliche, but it's true. Anything can happen. So here you have someone coming in with a five-shot lead, and they do not walk away as the victor. Here's Daniel Berger. I uh, didn't play well so I didn't win the golf tournament and that's unfortunate but uh I actually felt good I just didn't didn't hit the shots that I needed to hit at the right time yeah I was just trying to make birdies and pars and I I did a really good job the first three days of not short-siding myself and then as the week as the day went on today I hit a lot of shots that were just in some horrible spots and I mean you just couldn't get up and down for I mean you unless you made a 20 footer there was it wasn't going to be a par and yeah I mean it's uh it's the way golf goes yeah, I mean, it was super unfortunate at the end to get the rain. You know, obviously where Sam hit his drive, that's where we would have hit our drives and we would have had a three or four iron in. But it's how golf goes. I mean, you don't always get the good breaks. But, uh, you know, I, I fought hard all day, and so that's, that's something to be proud of. Yeah, it was just a poor round. I mean, it can happen at any time, and I'm not going to, you know, dwell on it too much. I, uh, I just didn't hit quality shots at the right time, and, probably would have had a chance to win if I made a few more putts I don't think I made a single putt today so uh you know I don't know what happened I just didn't feel good over the putter today no I actually felt fine today I really like honestly I I warmed up well and I felt good I just didn't make that many putts or any putts and if you don't make putts you're not going to shoot a good score and uh that's what happened today thanks all right, Daniel Berger ended up finishing the mark of seven under par. Not the win was 10 under that. for Strack. No, it also shows you how you these players, the top players, the guys that win multiple times on the PGA Tour, they all have that resilience. Some people call it Teflon, but they all have that mental ability to go, I'm measuring it by how close I was instead of how far I finished. So, yeah, did he have a collapse in the final round? It definitely could be said that he had a collapse 
on the final round, but he looked at it and went, yeah, that happens. That's golf. I didn't play well. I had, I did, I got some, some bad breaks here and there, the combination of which caused someone else to win. That's how tough it is to win on the PGA tour. The other thing that I really enjoyed about that cut that John put together for us was it gave you a, a, an indication of just how good a guy Daniel Berger is, because I find Daniel Berger's a lot like Gary Woodland. When you see him on the golf course, they have this kind of, you know, game face when they're out there because they're so focused and they're competing. And from that, so does uh, Justin Thomas has the same thing. I, I know when I'm back in Ireland, sometimes I'll have some friends say like, tell us about this Justin Thomas. He seems like a rather stern fellow. And it's funny because when you see these people away from that competitive arena, they're super nice human beings. And, and I just, it struck me listening to Daniel Berger speak and seeing him smile and realizing uh, what a good guy he is. And I love the fact that he's not hanging his head in, in, in some uh, anger or shame that he looking at it and looks at it and said, Hey, I had a shot. I was knocking on the door again on the PJ tour. I just didn't play well enough to win in that final round. That's what happens. All right. So when we come back, I want you guys to hear from Bryson DeChambeau. I also want to go through some airtime. So we're starting to get you ready for the golf this week because it is big golf this week. The Arnold Palmer Invitational at Bay Hill. Looking forward to getting over there this week and, and checking out the golf course when I'm back in town. Uh, until then, we'll be back with more on the Fairways of Life show after these words. Huh. Ridgeback. Ridgeback. That's pretty cool. So it's a brace for the face. Ridgeback. Like the doll. I'm, I'm really a cat guy. So what is it? The best feeling and longest metal that you'll ever hit. Is that Bernhard? Oh, great. Langer. <laughs> you know why I play Tour Edge? Because I win with it. Pound for pound, nothing comes close. Created without the constraints of time or money, PXG golf clubs are the most technologically advanced available today and they are a perfect union of art, science, and engineering. And the PXG experience is unlike any you've had before. After you've been custom fit, your clubs will be built to exacting standards and your exact specs in the USA. So when you hear it, you know. PXG, nobody builds golf clubs the way we do, period. Here at Boyne Golf, each course tells its own story about friends, about challenges, about unforgettable moments. This is Michigan's Magnificent Ten, golf as pure as it gets. The Fairways of Life show is live every weekday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern Time on YouTube and the Fairways of Life apps. We'll take you inside of the game with interviews, news, discussion, instruction, travel, equipment. You'll get it all and so much more. Join us on one of our fan trips to a dream destination or maybe you'll even win some new golf clubs as part of our monthly giveaways. Download the Fairways of Life apps and subscribe on YouTube now. It's free, live, and 24-7 on demand. No limits, no cost, just golf. Even though we're in Texas, we don't believe that bigger is always better. At Ben Hogan Golf, we believe in something called micromanufacturing, a concept Mr. Hogan taught us long ago. It's a belief that handcrafting golf clubs one at a time to your exacting specifications is the reason we make some of the best quality and best performing equipment in the world. And we don't believe in big prices. 
That's why we only sell directly to you at BenHoganGolf.com. Let's face it, there's no better feeling than getting new golf gear, and where you get your golf gear matters. PJ Tour Superstore is America's number one golf retailer. Whatever you're looking for, they have it. And you can get custom fit. You can shop online or safely in their stores. At the PJ Tour Superstore, you'll always find golf's biggest brands and all the latest equipment right at your fingertips. If you need it or want it, they've got it. Log on to PGATourSuperstore.com to upgrade your game today. All right, guys. Well, I've been hitting a couple balls in the simulator. I've been working hard on my game and working hard on recovery. Um, man, tough decision right now. I have uh, a lot of work to do to get everything back into order for this week. I just feel like it's too short a time for me to get back 100% playing at 100% capacity. Right, right now I'm like 90%. I just don't want to go out there and hurt myself even more and not be 100% ready for the rest of the season. I don't want to come back early and then have to take more time off. Um, so it's a hard decision I have to make right now, but going to have to, unfortunately, not play this week. I wanted to thank uh, the Palmer family and all they've done. They've been a tremendous support to me and my professional golf career. And at this current point in time, I've got to take uh, another week off, and I'm going to try and get back and play for the players. But as of right now, I just I just can't risk it going out there and having it re-aggravate this has been one of the hardest moments in my life, like I said in the last post, because I'm not able to do much. And yeah, although I can hit some golf balls, it's not comfortable. It's not fully comfortable. A bit frustrating, but again, I appreciate y'all's support. I love you guys. I want to get back out there as soon as possible. It's just not ready yet. Okay, Bryson DeChambeau out at the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Big loss for the tournament, not having Bryson DeChambeau there. But as he alluded to, hopefully he'll be able to, to tee it up at the Players' Championship. I don't know if it had any impact on his decision, but the rough at Bay Hill is severe. Uh, when I get a chance to get out there, I'll, I'll take my phone and I'll do some video. Kind of you put your hand down in the grass so you can see just how thick and, and heavy it is that the players will be facing. Uh, Rory McIlroy will be addressing the media from uh, Bay Hill tomorrow, just FYI, in terms of timing. In terms of timing, in terms of where you can see and hear the PGA Tour this week at the Arnold Palmer Invitational, let's go through that. On Thursday and Friday, you can find the coverage on Golf Channel from 2 p.m. Eastern Time. On Saturday and Sunday, the television coverage is split between Golf Channel and NBC. 12.30 with Golf Channel and 2.30 with NBC. Same on Sunday, 12.30 with us and then 2.30 uh, also with us, I guess, with NBC kicking over there. PGA Tour live coverage on Thursday, Friday, and uh, Thursday and Friday from 7 a.m. Saturday and Sunday from 7:30 a.m. Remember, there are four different feeds. Get those feeds on ESPN Plus. Uh, the PGA Tour radio coverage can be heard Thursday and Friday from noon. Eastern Time, Saturday and Sunday. The coverage will begin at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, and again, PGA Tour Radio can be heard on the PGA Tour app. It can be heard on PGATour.com for free and around the world, or if you subscribe to the National Satellite Service, Sirius XM. Uh, the PGA Tour alternate event is this week, of course, is an invitational. The Puerto Rico Open coverage on Golf Channel will be from 10 a.m. on Thursday and Friday and 2.30 p.m. on Saturday and on Sunday, the LPGA Tours HSBC Women's World Championship, it starts Wednesday, please note, because of where it is, obviously, at 9.30 p.m., Thursday at 9.30 p.m., Friday and Saturday coverage will start uh, at 11 p.m. 
on Golf Channel. That gets you fully up to speed of how, when, and where. Don't forget the French Lick trip is filling up, and I don't want anyone that wants to go to not be able to get in, so please log on to fairwaysoflife.com slash French Lick 2022. fairwaysoflife.com slash French Lick 2022, and you can get all the details there. We're also fired up for this weekend show. The national show is performing so well, so much beyond our wildest dreams. I guess the first thing I'd say to all of you, and I know many of you are joining us now because you're seeing us on the weekend national television broadcast that you're joining the, during the week live uh, show and also the on-demand show, both in, in a television form and in an audio form. Uh, just thank you for, for everything that's going on. It's It's uh, been and it is a great joy to share the experience with all of you guys. I hope you guys have a great Tuesday. Looking forward to being with you again tomorrow as we continue our discussion more in earnest on the Arnold Palmer Invitational, getting pumped up about the PGA Tour and more this week. Goodbye for now.